Mo'ed Katan Daftet, the last thing we were discussing was that we're not allowed to get married on Hola Mo'ed. We gave four reasons why it's Asur, but then we said you're allowed to get married out of Yom Tov, and we explained why that's not a problem to any one of those four rabbis. And with that, we're starting Tet Amud Aleph, six lines in, third word on the line where it says, so we saw the first explanation why we can't get married on Holom Oed is because we can't mix Semachot. So the Gemara asks, how do you know that you're not know to mix Semachot together? So the Gemara explains, it says by the inauguration of the, Betam, the first Beit HaMikdash, which was from He Tishrei until Yudalit Tishrei. So you see that Shlomo didn't do the inauguration during Sukkot, it was separate. If you were allowed to, the Marvin and do seven together and like Tosfot says this way people don't have to take off from work it's perfect so why Shlomo be careful to do it separate times obviously because you're not allowed to mix Mahot maybe with the Beit HaMikdash we don't leave it empty meaning once it's ready make the party doesn't make a difference when it is and whenever it finished, that's when we make the party done. Meaning we're not going to wait a couple of uh, um, weeks or months until it's right before the holiday to make the party. Maybe that was the reason they finished at Haiti Shri and that's when they made the party. So they should have left a little bit uh, uh, empty, meaning a little bit not built. Wait till the right time and then build it. Maybe when you have a bit of mikdash, you just build it all the way. You don't leave that little piece so you can get the inauguration done at the time you want. So maybe we don't leave anything empty. So the but you could have left something in the roof. The roof had like nails sticking out, so this way birds don't hang out on the roof of the Beit Hamikdash. It's not nice. So maybe, maybe just you know, leave one or two pieces over there on the roof that are empty. The Gemara says, yeah, but No, the, that Kalya Orev, what kills the birds on top of that, those nails or the, the sharp stuff on the roof of the Beit HaMikdash were just as important uh, for the building of the Beit HaMikdash. And if they're not built, the Beit HaMikdash is not built. And therefore, maybe we don't leave it. Ela, you have to say, what's, how do we know that the Pasuk went out of its way to add words. Pay attention, what does it say? It says that says 14 days. But then it adds Shivat Yamim and Shivat Yamim. Seven days, seven days. Lama. This why you need all that. That these days are separate. Now, once we're on that subject, Amarabi Paranach, Amarabi Yohanan, Otashana, that year that they made the first bit of Mikdash, Lo Asu Israel at Yom Kippurim. There was off, there was no Yom Kippur that year. Why? Because from Het Tishri until Yudal Tishri, Yud Tishri comes in the middle and they skipped it. They just had a party that, that year. And Ben worried. Maybe the haters, and this is a sarcasm, this is opposite language, maybe Ben Israel were supposed to be punished and yet everyone is invited. So the question is, my Darush. 
What gave them permission to take off Yom Kippur that year? So Amru, they said, Kalva Homer, let's make Kalva Homer. Uma Mishkan, Shein Kudushato, Kudushat Olam. Mishkan, it wasn't Kadosh forever. The Korban Yahid and the Korbanot Tanisim brought in the first 12 days, Dohesh Shabbat, Esur Sekila, meaning there was 12 Nisim, somebody gave it on Shabbat, and still we pushed off Shabbat. So imagine uh, it was a Korban Yahid that pushed off the Shabbat, which is an Esur Sekila, if you bring a Korban on Shabbat for no reason. Meaning it's more, meaning the, the inauguration of the Mishkan was more important than Shabbat. Mikdash, Dekdushato, Kedushat, Olam. The Beit HaMikdash, which was Kadosh forever, you can't use the backyard Mizbeachs anymore, or it was just Kadosh for more years, it was up for more years in the Mishkan. Bekorban, Tzibur, and it's a Korban of Tzibur, it's for everyone. Veyom Kippurim, which is all the Anush Karet, it's only Anush Karet, which is less than Zekila. All the more so that we should uh, celebrate uh, the inauguration of the Beit HaMikdash over Yom Kippur. Ela... So if that's the case, then why were they worried? So like Mark explains, Hatam by Hilul Shabbat of the Mishkan, that was just korbanot for the Vakash Baruchu. Hacha Tzorech over here we are not, we went as far as allowing parties regular. It's, it's for every other person. It wasn't just for the korbanot. So maybe you can't learn. And the Gemara says, wait a second, Ha-Cherami, so why not by the Beit HaMikdash also? Why didn't they just me'abad avadu, let them do their korbanot, mechalo, nechlo, v'leishtu, don't eat, don't drink. A regular, do Yom Kippur and, and, and give korbanot. The Gemara says, En simcha b'lochila because you can't have that, you can't have a korbanot being given and you're not eating. And if you're not eating, that's not a real simcha. Now the Gemara asks on the Mishkan, Mishkan did the Shabbat, minalan, how do we know that the Mishkan pushes off Shabbat? Maybe because what the korbanot there by the korbanot nesiim it says bayom arishon or bayom shevi'i. So on the first day and the, and the seventh day, and the seventh day had to be Shabbat. Dilma shevi'i le korbanot. Maybe when it says shevi'i, it means the seventh day of giving korbanot, meaning they skipped Shabbat. So they gave uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and they started Sunday and just went on for thirteen days. Amar of Nachman by Itzhak Amakira bayom ashte asar yom. So it didn't say the eleventh day. It says on the day of the eleventh day. What does that mean? That extra yom, ma yom kolaratzuf. The same way a day is in order. Af ashte asar kolaratzufim. So the eleven days were in order. The Gemara says, okay, v'dil ma yamim raouyin. Maybe just the days that are meant for korbanot that are possible to give korbanot that were in order, but we skipped Shabbat. No, there was another pasuk. It says, So you have two extra yoms. The same way a day cannot be out of order, it has to be in order. Same thing, the 12 days were in order. Maybe also here with the 12, we're talking about Tafka days that you could give a korban, meaning uh, we skipped Shabbat. If that's the case, why do I need two psukim with the extra yom? Rather, you have to tell me that the Nisim gave the Korbanot on Shabbat. So now the Gemara goes back to the Beit HaMikdash. How do we know that the Beit HaMikdash pushes off Yom Kippur? Maybe because the Pasuk says, that it says 14 days. Maybe it's Dafka days that are meant for celebration, and maybe Yom Kippur should be celebrated as Yom Kippur. No, so he answers Gamar Yom Yom Natam. There was Exerah Shava Yom Yom from Hanukkah to Mishkan to Hanukkah to Mikdash. They have to be in order. 
Now, let's go back to what we said before. The bat call came out, said everyone's invited to Olam Abba. How do we know that Akash Baruch forgave them? That they, they ate on Yom Kippur? Because Tahlifa is a rabbi. He explained on the Pasuk. It says, on the eighth day, he sent the nation, and they blessed the king, and they went back home, they were happy, and they were good in the heart. And all the good he did for the, Hashem did for David and Israel. What does that mean? They went home and everyone found their wife Tahor. They were happy because they had got to enjoy the glow of the Shekhinah. Every person who came back, his wife became pregnant with a boy. Now it says, So Bishlama, I get it. What happened with Israel? Who forgave them? Avon, Yom Kippurim. He forgave them for Yom Kippur. What's the story with David? So When Shlomo wanted to bring the Aaron into the Beit HaMikdash, the gates got stuck one to the other. Amar Shalomo Isrim Vearbaarinanod. Shlomo said twenty-four uh tefilot, either the rina, tehina, tefila, bakasha, all that type of stuff. Vilona Anani wasn't answered. Patah Vamar, he opened up and said, Seur Sha'im Ashekhim, Vilona Anani wasn't answered. Kevanchen Amar, the minute he said Hashem Lohim Alta Shef Benemishi Haikha Zohra the Hasde David Abdeh, he mentioned the word David, Miyan Nana right away he was answered. At that point, the, the haters of David, his enemies, their face became like the bot, as black as the bottom of a pot. And everyone realized that Hashem forgave David on the Avon of Bacheva and uh, killing Uriah. And Rabbi Yonatan ben Asmai Rabbi Yehuda ben Gerim Tanu Parashat Nedarim Be Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. So they learned uh, the Masechet Nedarim in the Yeshiva of Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. They said goodbye to him at night to leave. And then they didn't leave. In the morning they said goodbye to him. They want to leave. Didn't you say goodbye to me last night? Rabbi, you taught us that if a student says goodbye to his rabbi and he sleeps that night in the city, he has to say goodbye one last time. On the eighth day, he sent everyone. And then it says, on the 23rd of Tishri, he sent everyone, meaning he sent them after the holiday, which was the 22nd. And then it says here, they said goodbye to him on the 23rd. It's coming to me that a student who says goodbye to his rabbi and he sleeps that night in the city, he has to say goodbye the next day also. And Amale Libre, Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, told his son, Rabbi Lazar, these people that we have over here, they're big people. Azal, so Rabbi Azar went to them. 
Ashkehinu de Kara Mukraya de Hisodem, they were they were bringing up two Psukim that contradict. Measure your steps, and then everything will be straight. Meaning, measure which mitzvah you should do. Some days, big mitzvah, small mitzvah, and try to do the bigger one. It says, the way of life is don't miss out on anything. Do whatever mitzvah you could. So they said, No, when when you could have the mitzvah done by other people, then okay, then do the bigger one and have your friends do the smaller one. Khan, when we're telling you don't waste anything, when no one else could do it, then you should do the big one and the small one. Then they burn another two psukim in the country. It says the Torah is so precious, and anything that you do is not worth compared to the Torah. Okay, but if there's a mitzvah, something that is for the shamayim, it is equal to the Torah. So meaning mitzvot versus learning Torah, you could pick a mitzvah. But then it says, that there's nothing that is equal to Torah. Meaning, if a mitzvah versus Torah, you had to pick Torah. So they answered, Kan... Depends. If other people could do the mitzvah, then go learn Torah. But if there's a mitzvah that no one else could do, then you have to uh, do the mitzvah. And Amruleh, so when, once they saw to be Elazar over there, they told him, My what are you doing here? I told him, my father told me to come to you to get a beracha. Amruleh, Yerava. So they told me here at Zon, the tizra velot tehzar, you'll plant and not cut, te'ayel velot tepuk, you'll bring in and not bring out. And Rabbi Lazar understood that with merchandise, that means he won't be able to sell his uh, merchandise. Tepuk velot te'ayel, you'll bring out things and not bring it in. And he understood that I'll have to spend money on merchandise and never be able to bring it home. Lehoruf betach, they told him that your house should be destroyed. Velituv ushpizach, and you'll have to sit in a hotel or somewhere that's temporary. Your table will always never be set. You won't be able to see a new year. So that was the blessing he got. So when he came back to his father, Rabbi Al-Azhar told his father, Rabbi Shimon, not only that they didn't bless me, but they, they hurt me, they pained me, they, they cursed me. Okay, it's Rabbi Shimon told Rabbi Al-Azhar, what did they tell you? So he told them, this, this they told me. So Rabbi Shimon told his son, all these are really better. Let's go slowly. You'll plant and not cut, meaning you will have children and they won't die. You'll bring in things and not bring it out. Meaning bring daughter-in-laws into the house. And your sons won't die and then have those girls go back to their parents' house. You'll take out and not bring in, meaning tolid benata. You'll have girls and they'll get married. And they'll get married and their husbands won't die and they won't have to come back to you. Your house should be destroyed. 
they were talking about your forever house, which is your grave, meaning your grave should be destroyed, means you'll never, you should never die. And you're only a guest in this in this world, so you should live forever, sort of thing. Because the high alma ushpizach, in this world, you're only considered a traveler, you're only considered a guest. But alma ba is your beta, is your real house. Dichtiv, kirbam batemu le'olam, adikre kirbam ela kibram. Your grave is the house forever. Lebalbel patorach, your should your table should always be a mess. Bebani obrata, little children, you should make a mess on the table. Velot hazeh shata hatay shensi a new year. Meaning the law tamut imtach velot insabin detachariti. Meaning you should never have to see another shanari shona. You should uh, get married and your wife won't die and you won't have to marry another one and have another shanari shona. Rabbi Shimon ben Halaftai terminated the rav. Rabbi Shimon Halaftai said goodbye to rav. Amar le lebrei told the son zil gabed lebarachach go to him get a berachah from him. Amar le Rabbi Shimon ben Halaftai said to him. I'm giving you a beracha here at Son that you shouldn't embarrass other people and you shouldn't uh, be embarrassed by other people. So he came back to his father, what did bless you with? He just told me some stuff. He told me embarrassing and embarrassed. I don't know. He gave you a beracha that Hashem blessed Bnei Israel betanaba, and and he even said it a second time. It says that Bnei Israel shouldn't be embarrassed. So see, Hashem said it two times not to be embarrassed. It's a huge thing not to be embarrassed. And like the Maharsha says, one that we shouldn't embarrass, and the other one that we shouldn't be embarrassed. Now we learned in the Mishnah, a woman is allowed to adorn herself with jewelry, makeup on Holomoyed. The following are the makeup that she's allowed to do on Holomoyed. Number one, Kohelet, she's allowed to put on blue makeup. Upokeset, she's allowed to remove unwanted hair. And she puts some sort of rouge to make her look red. Some say, meaning to remove the pubic hair. Hasda's wife would adorn herself. She would put on makeup, make herself look nice in front of her daughter-in-laws, meaning even though she was older, was there in front of him, that's only a young girl, about Zekenadlo, but an older woman, she doesn't need to get dressed up like that, that's it, she's old, I swear to Hashem, even your mother and even your grandmother, even if she's by her grave already, meaning she's that old, she's allowed to put on makeup, because people say, you know the saying, a 60-year-old woman, like a 6-year-old girl, the minute she hears a tambourine, meaning there's a wedding, she's, uh, yeah, let's get dressed and go to the wedding. In the same way, a 60-year-old would run to a wedding, like a 6-year-old, and she's allowed to get dressed up like a, uh, like a 6-year-old. She's allowed to put on clothing. She's allowed to put on makeup. Uh, no problem. Now, we learned in the Mishnah that Rabbi Yehuda Omer Lotasud, she cannot put lime to take off her uh, hair. Tanya Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Isha Lotasud Hula. A woman should not put that lime stuff on her to take off the hair because that pains her. However, Omodei Rabbi Yehuda, Besid Shecholah Lekaplo Bamoed, 
but he does admit if you're able to put on that lime and take it off on Holomoid, that she could take it off on Holomoid, even though it pains her now, she'll be happy afterwards. And if she's going to be happy on the holiday, then she's allowed. So the Gemara asked the question, Does Rabbi Uda really have that svarad that if you're going to be happy later than it's mutar? We learned there's a Mishnah Masechet Avodah Zarah that three days before a non-Jewish holiday, you're not allowed to do business with them because they might go say thank you to their God. And Rabbi Uda Omer Nifra'in Mehen, you're allowed to get your money that they owe you. So if a guy owes you money, you're allowed to take that money within those three days. Because, because you're hurting him. And Amrulon, Hachamim told Rabbi Yehuda, because even though he's upset now, later he's going to be happy that he was able to pay off his rent in time, he was able to pay off his mortgage on time. So see, Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold this concept of you're sad now but happy later. So Amar of Nachman by Yitzchak, now you have to leave Elchot Cholmoyed at the side, meaning they're different halachot because the entire concept of work on Cholmoyed is you're working hard now, you're sad now, you're pain now, so you could be happy later. And that's why Rabbi Yehuda admits that a lady could do that uh, lime thingy because even though she's in pain now, she's going to be happy later. And that's the whole concept of Cholmoyed. Rabbi Naamar, a different idea. That a goy is always said that he had to spend money. He's never going to be happy that he had to spend that money. He's always said. Meaning, by Goy, there's no, he's going to be happy later. So, by Cholomoyed, if you're going to be happy later, okay. But the Goy is always going to be sad, and that's why it's allowed. And the Amar of Yehuda, Benot Yisrael, Benot Yisrael, who have pubic hair, but they're not 12 years old yet, and usually they don't take off that hair before that age, and they're embarrassed. Aniyot, Toflot, Otan, Besid. Poor uh, girls, they put uh, that lime stuff on it and they take off that hair. Ashirot, rich girls, to float on besolet, they put on fine flour and that takes it off. Benot melachim, beshemen hamor, they put on oil from myrrh. Shinemar, shisha hodashim, beshemen hamor. So my shemen hamor, rabhuna, barhia amar, satechet. Satechet, she doesn't exactly understand what it is, it's some sort of uh, spice. Rabir miyabar ami amar, no, it's shemen zayit shelohevishlish. It's olive oil that the olive didn't grow a third yet. Tanya Rabiuda Omer and Pikinon is shemen zayit shelohevishlish. It's olive oil that the olives didn't grow a third. Vedama sachinato. So why would they put it on their body? Shem mashirat asiyarom adinat abazal because it takes off the hair and makes the skin better. Rabbi Haba Leber Atar. Rabbi had a daughter Tafla Eber Eber. She put on the lime stuff on her, and but she did one body part at a time. Shakal ba arba me'azuze. When the time came to get married, they paid for her four hundred zuz because she was so pretty. Hava hu kuti beshivute. There was a kuti in his neighborhood. Hava Leberta also had a daughter. Tafla bechadzim. She did the entire body at once. Umet and she died. Amar the kuti said, "Katla bebai liberati bebai killed my daughter. I copied him and uh, and and uh, and she died." Amar Nachman, Rav bebai the shatesh shichra ba'yan benatetifla. So Rav Nachman said, "By the way, Rav bebai would drink a lot of beer, and that's why his daughter had a lot of hair, and that's why they need to take off the hair." Anan delo shatina shichra. We don't drink too much uh, beer. Lo ba'yan benatetifla. Our daughters don't need to have the, that much hair taken off. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.